I was sexually abused. I was raped. I started using drugs at the age of 15. I was molested as a child. I was an alcoholic. I tried meth for the first time at 12. I was a compulsive alcoholic. Um, I lost my kidney smoking crack. Hey everyone, this is Pastor Joy and I am with you today on Her Addiction Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so excited. I have an awesome treat for y'all again this week. You know, with all the craziness happening in the world today, we just need to have hope. And so that's what I want to encourage you with today. I just want to bring hope because we have hope as an anchor in Jesus Christ, the Bible says. And so um, I want to read this passage of scripture because I was really encouraged by it, just being a believer and just having a whole new perspective on life and, you know, that this this Christian life that's given to us, this beautiful gift that's given to us from God, really is salvation, you know, and it's just by his grace that we have that gift. And I was just so blessed reading this scripture the other day. So I just want to share with you all, and I won't take too much of your time. So I'm going to jump right in from Romans chapter 5, and I'm going to start at verse 1. It says, our faith, and I'm reading from the Passion Translation, our faith in Jesus transfers God's righteousness to us, and he now declares us flawless in his eyes. This means we can now enjoy true and lasting peace with God, all because of what our Lord Jesus, the Anointed One, has done for us. Our faith guarantees us permanent access into this marvelous kindness that has given us a perfect relationship with God. What incredible joy bursts forth within us as we keep our celebrating, as we keep on celebrating our hope of experiencing God's glory. Verse 3. But that's not all. Even in times of trouble, we have a joyful confidence, the Bible says, knowing that our pressures will develop in us patient endurance. And patient endurance will refine our character. And proven character leads us back to hope. And this hope is not a disappointing fantasy because we can now experience the endless love of God cascading into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who lives within us. For when the time was right, the anointed one came and died to demonstrate his love for sinners who were entirely helpless, weak, and powerless to save themselves. So what an awesome passage of scripture. Um, I know I read a lot, but I really just want to hone in on these um, couple verses and just key in on verse 3 um, through 5. And it talks about saying that even though we have all these troubles and things like that, we can have, the Bible says, a joyful confidence. Um, knowing that all these pressures and things that we're going through, really, it just creates in us this endurance. And that endurance builds character. And that character ultimately brings us back to hope. And that hope is Christ. And so in verse 1, how it talks about, you know, our faith in Jesus and our righteousness and how that righteousness was appointed to us. I want to read these notes. It says, let us enjoy peace with God. The Greek word for peace is eron, and it also means to join, as in a dovetail joint. 
We have entered into the union of our lives with God's peace and enjoy lasting friendship with God. The Hebrew word is shalom, which means abundant peace and well-being. So it's almost like we have this unity. We have this oneness and we have this, we, we are joined. That peace means to join as in a dove tail joint. So we all know that doves is a symbol of the Holy Spirit. And really in the natural, doves mate for life. So they're joining, is they're joined with each other for life. So when the Bible says that we have this peace, um, let us, you know, enjoy peace with God. We have this peace. We have this join. We have this joinness, if you will, this oneness with God. We have this forever really mating, like a, a lifetime mating, a lifetime joining with our Heavenly Father because of Christ. And I just thought that that was so beautiful and because of grace. And this hope doesn't put us like to shame, really. It's something that was given, is given to us by God through Christ Jesus. And I love how it's saying that as we hope in Christ, like all of this, the things that we go through is going to bring us back to the hope that we have in Christ Jesus. And this hope is not a disappointing fantasy. It says that this hope does not put one to shame, the Bible says. So basically, we're not just left looking like fools, like God comes through on every single promise that he says that he will give us and he is faithful to his word. He's not a man that he should lie. And so we're not left with this, you know, disappointing idea of, oh, well, I thought it was going to work out and it didn't. Oh, well, I thought I was going to stop doing drugs today and I didn't. Like, no, if you call out to the Lord, wherever you are, like whatever you're going through in life, whether it be you just stuck in an addictive lifestyle, if you just have life control and problems that you can't do it, you have a screwed up marriage, you have, you know, you don't like what's happening and what's going on with the election or whatever, um, whatever it is, we don't have to be disappointed. It's this is not our hope. This, this hope that we have is not a fantasy. Like it's it's real, and the hope that we have has a name, and his name is Jesus, and so. As believers, we can hold on almost to that and really allow the love of God and that endless love that just is given to us. We can allow that to come forth in our lives and to really glorify the Lord in a way that is super special. Like the word of like I was reading in um in verse 5, it says that now we can experience the endless love of God cascading into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who lives in us. And one translation says that the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. It's shed abroad in our hearts. So it's not like this little bitty thing that, you know, it's it's one area of our lives and, and that's it. And that's all the Lord's going to do and he's not going to do anything else. Like, no, we have this endless love that's cascading, the Bible says. It's like almost like a ripple effect that's shed abroad. It's it's so vast, like it's endless, it's eternal, it's unconditional. This unconditional love that we have bursting on the inside of us through the Holy Spirit. And if you don't have that, that's okay, my friends, because I'm going to pray with you and just ask the Lord to baptize you in his holy spirit and allow the love of god allow the holy spirit to be revealed you know in your life and for you to be touched by the power of the holy spirit so 
be encouraged because the word is alive and it's active and it's sharper than a two-edged sword. And when God says that he's going to do something in his word, he makes true on that promise. And a lot of times in life, especially nowadays, it just doesn't seem like that. Like, it looks like everything that we hope for is not happening. Like, what we see in the natural, we can take that and we can just be completely devastated and depressed. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's we we can look at it and be like, oh, well, we don't, I don't have a chance. You know, I'm going to be like this for the rest of my life or I'm going to be depressed for the rest of my life or my marriage is just going to be messed up for forever. My kids are going to never walk with the Lord or, you know, I'm I'm too far off for God or whatever it is. I've I've done too much. God can never forgive me for what I've done. I'm here to tell you, my friends, that that is not true, that we have a brand new life that we can live through Christ Jesus we have hope as an anchor through Christ Jesus and we have grace we have the grace of God that is given to us for free I mean it was purchased by Jesus Christ but it's a free gift to us and God wants to give you that today so I just want to encourage you all with that you know just allow the Lord to do what he always would he allow just allow the Lord to do what he already what he already promised that he would do. And so I want to say a simple prayer with you um, for you to just, if you've never accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, I want to pray with you today. So I'm going to lead you in a prayer. So you're going to close your eyes and you're going to open up your heart. And you're just going to mean these words from the bottom, deepest parts of your soul. And you're just going to say, Dear Lord Jesus, Forgive me for my sins. Wash me and cleanse me with your precious blood. I believe that Jesus Christ died for me and that he rose three days later. And I do believe that he's coming back for me. God, I ask that you fill me with your Holy Spirit. Give me a passion for your word. Give me an unquenchable thirst for your presence. And give me a passion for the loss. And help me to live this life that you've called me to live. In Jesus' name, amen. So that's it. Congratulations, my friends. If you said that prayer, um, Christ comes and he answers. If you said that prayer, we want to hear from you. You know, you can email us. You can go to our website, marysong.net, and give us a call. And we would love to hear from you. Also, if you're looking to get a loved one into the program or you're looking for a program for yourself, we have beds available. Just go to marysong.net and fill an application. And again, God bless you. Be blessed. And we would love to hear from you. Come visit us at church sometime at Victory Church, 5708 Airline Drive on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. And we have service on Sunday nights at 7 and on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Have a good day. God bless. I am redeemed. I've been set free, and he who the sun sets free is free indeed. Now I have hope in the future. I'm a child of God. I'm loved. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I am more than a conqueror by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony.